0: Hi, you guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Gathering Girl podcast. My name is Libby Robinson, and I'm your host, and I'm so, so excited for another episode. Um, it's going to be a really, really, really interesting one because we have an awesome guest. Her name is Abigail Rose, and she is a freelance art director. Um, she's super passionate about creative ministry, and she's currently a junior in college. Thank you so much for being here,
1: Abigail. Hi, guys. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it a lot. So do you want to, just before we kind of jump in, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: Yes, absolutely. Okay, so I'm a freelance art director. Um, I live in small town, Ruston, Louisiana right now. Um, And like you said, I'm in college. I'm here for the time being to pursue my degree in marketing and my Mm -hmm. minor in graphic design. Um, And with all that, I'm just Absolutely convinced that at the core of whatever my job title may be, that coming alongside other people and guiding them and verbalizing and visualizing their dreams and aspirations Mm -hmm. is just like my calling. Yeah, (laughs) I love that. What the Lord made me to do. And I like to think of what I do as really just being a space maker, if you will. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, like I get to have the honor of shaping and facilitating spaces for people where we can both taste after creative ideas and whims um, with a really yeah. solidified sense of, of purpose and um, meaningfulness. So mm, that's, that's a little so bit about that. Yeah, I love that. Yeah.
0: Once you're done listening to this podcast, you guys who are listening, you have to check out her Instagram because she makes the prettiest graphic designs. I I love your Instagram. It's my favorite thing ever. Oh, thank Um, you so much. That's just a little side note. But okay, so the one question that we kind of always ask on the podcast is what advice would you give to your younger self? And I know you had several kind of different areas you wanted to share in that. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so if I were to speak to like 16 year old Abigail, um, there's definitely like a very specific thing that I'd want to tell her. Mm -hmm. Um, and it would probably be something like this. I would say something like Abigail, no matter what season of life you may find yourself in. Your purpose, the meaningful reason like that you are here on this earth for will not flicker or fade with the darkness Mm -hmm. or uncertainty of that season. Like your purpose is not bound to this earth or anything Mm -hmm. of it. You're here to be able to know God and enjoy living in relationship with him forever. And you get to reflect his character. And like you get to also come along other side, like alongside other people and like help enable them. Um, through the holy spirit and i would just really try to like encourage that really probably lost like 16 year old in that moment mm. um and say like hey like your time of preparation is not going to go to waste. Hmm.
0: That's yeah. so good. Yeah. That's so good.
1: I'd say that because genuinely one of the biggest ways that i was shaped in high school um, by the Lord was when he was guiding my sense of purpose, um, with my time and like my life as a whole, um, Mm -hmm. I'm naturally driven to want to change things up and to reinvent things. It's like, I guess the artist in me, you could say, um, and I just want to always think that there's like this grand like direction or ambition for my life, like for me as an individual. And when I really wasn't careful in high school, I would just sit, and think and overthink and just live inside of my Mm -hmm. head like way too much like it was it it got to a point of being very much like not healthy and Mm -hmm. so it was largely sparked because I was really impatient high school for me was very much a season of preparation for college for those of you who don't know I was homeschooled and when you're homeschooled you're very much like uh, pushed to excel and like push to like prepare for like this idea of like the real world that's out mm-hmm. there. Um, and I just got stuck in like a cycle of that of always thinking yeah. that I was getting ready for the next place. So anyways, there were like, two very specific things um, that impacted me whenever I was struggling with my purpose and my sense of like, impatience, Um, and some of these things are still absolutely impacting me today in college yeah so they absolutely transition over um so the first thing was finding a daily rhythm with my purpose um Mm. that's something that I definitely needed to do I really easily lose sight of what I'm working towards in any given day if I let myself um I on a bad day I can like just forget like what I'm working towards and like lose track of like my sense of like being in sync with the Holy Spirit. Mm, And and this is like something that I'm sure everyone can relate to. Mm -hmm. Um, So something that I would do on like a bad day or like in preparation for a day that might be hard is I would just like write down little notes and put them up on my mirror, um, like like in my bedroom where I like do my makeup or in my car where I'm driving, and those little notes would, like, meet me in, like, the moments of life that seemed, like, either really mundane um, mm-hmm. or really uncertain or empty yeah. or repetitive or dull, like, any of those things, and they would serve as little friendly reminders that, like, hey, like, this is who you are in the Holy Spirit, and mm-hmm. yeah. this is who you're called to be, and even if, like, you feel stuck in, like, this one season um, in constant preparation or even just lost, like, you still have something absolutely incredible to look forward to. Like, you get to keep mm. living in a relationship with your Heavenly Father. And it's so true. that's just going to keep going forever. Um, and that's only going to get richer with time. Mm. So that was, yeah. like, the first thing that really impacted me in high school and still does like during college. Yeah. And then the second one would be seeking out some form of like mentorship or discipleship. Mm-hmm. That was a really big thing for me. And alongside co- like having a mentor or a discipler, um, seeking out things like podcasts and uh, services <laughs> online and books from like theologians or Christian writers, those really complemented the season of being like with a a, a mentor discipler, mm-hmm. um, it like really enhanced whatever I was learning at the time. Yeah, that was really really helpful for me.
0: What are some of your like favorite books or like you said like online like services or podcasts that you like to listen to or that you listen to during that time?
1: That's a really good question, and I'm like such a book nerd, <laughs> <laughs> so like I could I could give you a list. Um, but definitely. The top book that has shaped me in my Christian walk has been this book titled Devoted to God. It's by Mm -hmm. the writer Sinclair Ferguson. And in the book, he basically walks through Sinclair Ferguson, basically walks us through what it's like as a Christian fully coming to realize the weight of like your sinfulness and then how to how to just deal with that, man, like, yeah, how to get closer to God, realizing the closer you get to God, the worse, you're probably going to look at yourself, or like, mm. see your sin yourself because the more like, that's going to be revealed all the more. Um, yeah. so the book basically walks you through the process of like, sanctification from like, beginning to end. And the, yeah. the, the main idea of the book is that there's no right or wrong way to do that. My goodness. Mm. But like scripture is like written to be a guide for us in that. absolutely, And so yeah. I've definitely used it as that book that I read alongside my Bible and like my yeah. time and it really gives them like direction for that. And that's been helpful. for
0: sure. That sounds really good.
1: Yeah. That's definitely my top book.
0: Yeah, I love it. I'm definitely gonna have to check it yeah. out. Yeah,
1: Yeah, so like those are the two biggest things that like the Lord really helps me through mm. high school with was showing up. And meeting me in my daily life, um, yeah. just through little notes and things like that. And um, letting myself be open to mentorship and being discipled, And that actually mm-hmm. came more towards the end of high school and the start of college. I actually had a really like hard like church home situation at mm-hmm. the start of high school if I'm being like completely transparent, Mm -hmm. Uh, my family was in the middle of transitioning churches uh, because Mm -hmm. our previous church pastor was switching jobs. Um, And a couple of other things added to that. So my family was like, now is the time to find another church for us. And in the middle of that season, I was like young and like super impressionable and Mm -hmm. didn't necessarily have like a mentor figure in my life. And that's when I first started listening to podcasts, really. Um, That's when I first, like, tried to seek out some sort of mentorship um, outside of my home that could kind of serve me in that way. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that was really, really awesome. And it was really hard being in that situation of, like, feeling uncertain about where I was supposed to be in community. Mm -hmm. But the Lord so blessed me in still, like, allowing me to feel, like, a sense of, Uh, someone coming alongside me Mm. and just through like a podcast or a book or something like that. Mm. And that really carried me through that season. Yeah. And I'm so happy to say that like, that was only a a brief period of time in my Mm. life. And now like, I'm in such a place of abundance, definitely carried me through that.
0: Yeah. So as you're talking about, like, you know, mentorship, and I've, I've, I remember, you know, when I was younger, I'd always hear like, oh, you need, you need a mentor. And it talks about in the Bible that older women should, you know, mentor younger women. And I was just like, okay, well, well, how do I do that? And so how would you suggest to girls who are listening who might not have a mentor and who don't really know how to go about finding one, um, <laughs> what would your advice be for, for getting a mentor? No,
1: that's a fantastic question. So one of the biggest things that come to mind with this is if you stop and think, is there anyone in your life that almost intimidates you by how wonderful they are? (laughs) Is there anyone in your church or at your school or a friend of a friend that you just think, wow, like they've got it like so together. I almost don't know how to talk to them. Um, That's (laughs) usually the kind of person that you need to be looking for. For me, when I got to college is when I first had my my own like super consistent mentor that I would meet with like every other week. Mm-hmm. And uh, I literally could not go up to her on my own the first time I ever talked to her. Um, <laughs> literally, A good friend of mine that was with me on a Wednesday night, she was like the woman's college pastor. She mm-hmm. saw how like, I was just so lit up over the message that the woman had gave. She was like, you just need to go talk to her and ask her to coffee. And I was like, what are you kidding? I can't do that. Um, And so my friend literally, like, was just gonna, like, she just convinced me, and she walked over to the woman with me and helped me start that conversation. And I very, very, very shyly asked her to coffee, and she said yes, of course. (laughs) Super nice and wonderful. That is that's how I met my mentor. So I guess with that, if you. I end up being too daunted by the task of walking up to that person or asking that person that question. There is nothing wrong with asking a friend to come with you to do that mm, yeah like there yeah there's for there's sure nothing wrong with like asking someone to help you with that
0: yeah absolutely well that's that's very good advice i I appreciate that in that story as well yeah had another question for you just ask as you're talking about you know mundane days and I love to have you shared you know writing down different notes and things but what are some other ways and I know that right now a lot of people are really experiencing the whole mundane days um feeling and so what are some other ways that you keep your your eyes fixed on your purpose on those dull days or even on busy days? Like, how do you kind of live that out day to day? That's
1: such a good question. Oh, my goodness. And I have to be completely transparent with you and say that the first couple of weeks of quarantine, what we're experiencing right now, were really tricky for me. Um, Mm, I so I was homeschooled in high school, got very used to being independent and um, self-disciplined and like just doing things on my own. So, when I came to college, I realized just how nice it is for structure to to just kind of be handed to you. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) I really leaned into that for like all of college, and it was such a gift. So, when that was like taken away, when we started quarantine, I was like, man, I like, I really missed this. I like, feel kind of lost again. This is really hard. Mm, Um, I, at the first, Kind of reverted back into some old habits that weren't necessarily the best. I overemphasized mm-hmm. structure. I was not open to spontaneity, and I did not necessarily know how to open myself up to the Holy Spirit working in me mm-hmm. uh, in yeah. like peaceful, quiet, slow days. Um, yeah, that that was kind of hard because um, I'd gotten so accustomed to like having really short time with God or like really mm. trying to fit him in. So when I actually had hours upon hours that I could spend with him, well, gosh, I didn't know what to do with myself. Mm. Uh, yeah, like, where do you put it in <laughs> if there's nothing else to put it in around? So anyways, after like a week or two of really kind of steadily going like down and really like sinking into like myself and like old habits mm-hmm. that I had back in high school, um, mm-hmm. I, hit a, I hit a point. And that point was a day where I sat in the same spot on my bed, working on an art project for like eight hours straight. And oh I, know, <laughs> I know it sounds ridiculous and it felt like it, but I was I was so determined to get that project done. that I did not spend time with my roommates. I did not eat, (laughs) (laughs) and I didn't have my quiet time, and I didn't talk with the Lord, and the next day, I felt awful. It was just not great. I just, I stayed Mm. up way too late, Um, and so that next day, it really did hit me the weight of, like, the lifestyle that I was trying to keep up um, with, and it wasn't a good one, and so I went to Mm. God and honestly had, like, one of the sweetest, most reviving and refreshing moments with him mm. that i've had in a while and i love i love how god does that like it, it's mm, just for sure it's like in the moments where we feel the weakest and the most confused yeah. and the most lost and if you're in this right now like i'm totally i totally get it like it's it's in that that god is like okay now i'm going to completely contrast that with my glory mm. And yeah. you really get to feel mm. that joy again. And it's just so sweet. That's so, and so good. fresh. Yeah, so I got to experience mm. that. Sadly, it was a couple of weeks into this quarantine situation, but it was exactly <laughs> what was needed. And yeah. ever since then, I've been so much more lenient with, like, my work letting yeah. myself know that like this is this is a time where I can actually like let myself rest when I actually need to mm, um for sure something that we don't always have control over and I've definitely let myself be more open to spontaneity like with my roommates yeah. who just want to watch a movie and chill and like put some chocolate mm-hmm. over some popcorn and just like hang <laughs> out um letting myself do that because that is such a gift from the Holy Spirit like being in college once you like transition from high school to college you've got this freedom like this crazy freedom and like it's such a blessing to be here for your education and to know that you're preparing for a career but like your friends and community are no Mm. less important Mm, like you've you've got to keep that balance like if it's Mm. something that like you don't keep up with then it starts to feel really empty just showing up to class or just doing the work um, so yeah, this time of quarantine mm. has been actually really sweet. Um, now, yeah. like, the bond that I have with my roommates has really grown. Um, uh, mm, that's doing, great. We've been doing this really silly thing where, like, we film daily vlogs, and it's really just oh, that's us. so
0: fun. It's really
1: just us <laughs> in our apartment. Like, literally, the other day, my roommate Madeline was, um, she was baking something or cooking something, and the fire alarm went off and she whipped out her phone and she was like oh my god content
0: vlog content oh gosh that's so
1: funny it's been really fun we've just been hanging out so much more and i've really gotten to see our friendship and yeah yeah it's been a really good time that's awesome well i i just i love everything
0: that you've shared i think it's just such a, a good refreshing to hear to be to talk about your purpose and kind of how that changes from high school to college but at the same time it doesn't really change at all it just starts to look different in those seasons, and so I think that's so good so I really really appreciate you coming on the podcast and sharing those things I really enjoyed having you
1: yes oh my gosh thank you so much for having me it's been such a joy